Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hello and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. Today, I'd like to talk about friendships. That may seem like a very soft topic, but it's really critical to our health. And I wanted to cover it from the viewpoint of give and take, trust, and also why friendships are important to our health. Now, one of the things that's always fascinated me is how friendships change over time. And I remember years ago, um, my parents used to mention some childhood friend and they'd go, oh yeah, what happened to so-and-so? You know, how come you don't stay in touch with them? And, you know, I would roll my eyes and go, mum, I haven't spoken to them in about 15 years. I've no idea what they're up to now. And it's not a bad place to start childhood, I mean, because um, when you are growing up, a friend is really just someone that you knock around with. You might meet at nursery or at primary school. And, you know, they are relationships based on, um, I guess, discovering the world together slightly in terms of your development. And I think the wonderful thing about having that lens of childhood is that you're not polluted in the same way that we are as adults and that there's no expectation um, from your friend. You're just having fun together. And then as we get a little bit older, you know, into your teens and depending on your experiences, Friendships become a bit more complex, and I see this in the consulting room in terms of young people who come and report feeling anxious or feeling stressed. And when I inquire about their friendships, often the answer is, oh, it's complicated. Or if they're with a parent, the parent will chime in and say, yeah, she's kind of got good friends, but there are two groups, and this happened with group one, this happened with group two, and one of her friends let her down, and you know, and, and that kind of narrative. And so suddenly disappointment creeps in, and that can be quite hard because it's not a feature of friendships very often in the first 10 years of life. Or if there is disappointment, it's very short lived, like, oh, you know, I couldn't go to so and so's birthday party because we're going away that weekend or something, you know, that kind of thing, rather than a friendship dependent disappointment. And usually even they are minor things like, oh, he didn't give me a go with his football or something like that. But how um, going from that stage of life to 
a kind of friendship or friendships that are close um, is fascinating. And when I think about people I've met, people I know, they vary massively in terms of their friendship groups. So some people will say, oh, my best friends are the ones that I hang around with now, um, you know, their community. And that's really, really amazing, I think, because it means you're spending time with people who are close to you and important to you. Or so I thought. And the other thing that has interested me, just when I've asked people about friendships, and of course, you know, in the consulting room, um, when you're asking people about their lives, friendships and community and support are all really important cofactors just in terms of how someone's health is. You know, if someone lives on their own and has no support and no family or friends, then you worry about them a lot more. And we know about the detrimental effects of loneliness anyway. And you'll see in the show notes, there's good evidence that friendships are good for us, if they're not toxic, that is. But but going back to this idea of people being surrounded by their best friends now, what I've also realised on closer questioning is that there are different levels of friendship and different measures in terms of what makes one person feel close to another. And I realised depth of friendship is something that varies massively. And I remember years ago, uh, I used to sometimes ask myself and think, what is my friendship with this person actually based upon? And, you know, sometimes the answer would be, actually, do you know what? I just thought they were a bit of a laugh and we used to drink beer together um, when we were medical students. Hmm, that's fine. Bit shallow, not really a friendship, more of a beer buddy, an acquaintance. Then there are groups of people that you're continuously in touch with and you have been for the last 30 years or whatever. And whether that's by WhatsApp or picking up the phone, you know, you know you've got 100% trust in them. And that's very much the opposite, where you can bear your soul. And vulnerability is quite important, I think, in friendships. And as I say that, I also acknowledge that a lot of people just don't go to that level. They, You know, friends to them mean something different to what they mean to me, I think. And, you know, if you're not careful, you can expect too much of people. Um, and that can lead to resentment sometimes when you feel that, you're being a better friend to someone than they are to you and they suddenly get annoyed um, with the whole dynamic of the relationship. The one that springs to mind, in fact, there are two stories here from the past which are really life lessons for me. One was um, two very elderly ladies in their late 80s from many years ago that were friends who were both patients of mine. And they used to see each other regularly and you know one of them would go and visit the other at her home and um, anyway one of them came in one day and somehow the other person the other lady came up in conversation and the lady that was in the room said to me oh you know I've got fed up with with her because you know she never makes an effort you know it's always me that rings her and it's always me that goes round and you know I've just got fed up with her not making an effort and I felt really sad because the other lady was a bit more incapacitated, should we say. So she wasn't as active and she had more health issues. She was pretty much housebound. And that makes it hard to make the effort. And, you know, if you're beginning to suffer with cognitive decline or your memory's failing, then you're not going to remember to phone friends as often. 
it made me sad because I think this happens to all friends at some points in time where it's easy to get fed up with each other because of silly little things. And I, what I said, and I was this was many years ago, I was very green in terms of my experience as a GP and in terms of life experience, was, well, have you asked her about it? Why don't you tell her politely that you find that your friendship's a little bit one-sided and it'd be nice if you heard from her now and again. I'm sure she wouldn't mind. I think it's really hard because once you get into a groove with a friend, you know, for example, if one of you's talkative and the other one isn't, and one of you talks all the time and the other person just listens all the time, it's very easy to just fall into that pattern. But occasionally the, the, the person that listens wants to get something off their chest and they may not get the chance to do that um, with someone who's quite garrulous or you know talkative so the dynamics of friendships are themselves dynamic they change over time as expectations change and our lives change you know new stresses and strains or new challenges crop up which means you have less time for things in your life and that sometimes includes friendships now while I'm on this um, there are two episodes in this podcast series which are relevant to this episode one is on toxic people and the other one is on relationships which gives you an idea of power dynamics and the games that people play but going back to friendship again and friends how do we define one especially when we're in adult life so we've talked a little bit about what happens when you're very young what about through your teens and into early kind of adulthood and beyond well essentially in, in terms of categories uh, the people that you know in that loose area of your life that you might call friends are you know either acquaintances or at the other end best friends forever type thing um, and then in between you've got people that you socialize with and then people that you're quite close to but are not uh, people that you would trust your entrust your life to and you you pick them up as you go along don't you and and we all learn as we as we get older and you meet characters who might appear to be friendly initially and I certainly know this happens a lot at university it happened to me you sort of have these very intense friendships for a year and you think oh I've met a friend for life and then after a year you're not not talking with each other because you've gone and made new friends or you know you've moved in with um another group and 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 this happens very commonly it happened to me happened to so many people i've i've met over the years and the other thing about the dynamic nature of dynamics in friendship is the fact that habits change you know people change in a way and if you were say i don't know younger and you used to sort of have a buddy that used to go to the pub with and smoke cigarettes with or whatever, and then that person suddenly gives up booze and fags. Well, you know, if you get back in touch with each other in 10 years' time, suddenly the basis of your friendship is no longer that. So there's often a, a rebasing or rebalancing whilst you're finding your feet again as friends. Sorry, I didn't tell you the second anecdote that was a life lesson for me. And this was about um, an elderly lady that was on the ward who had been very poorly every day during visiting hours four of her friends yes four of them used to come and spend time with her and it was just beautiful to watch it was you know there was so much love between them unsurprisingly this lady had an excellent 
swift discharge from hospital because her friends had just sorted everything out. They were nourishing her in terms of her emotions and making sure that she didn't have to worry about things when she came out of hospital. You know, looking at the things like the study on nuns who had all of the pathological changes of Alzheimer's disease yet didn't appear to be declining cognitively because they had such a great community. We know that the power of community is protective, but it's not in in real life always easy to find that. You know, we live in this world where things are so shallow, you can't always, you know, trust people. And when I look at, you know, younger people and the kind of friendships they have, they're totally different because they've grown up in an era where there are a lot more digital friends. You know, they've got they've got, you know, hundreds of friends on social media. So is the meaning of friendship changing as the decades go by? Possibly. So the benefits of friendship include increased satisfaction with your life. You're less likely to become depressed. You're not going to be lonely. You're going to be happier. And also studies show improved problem-solving abilities. What makes a good friendship then? How do you know if you're going to try and get rid of any of those negative emotions where you're having a bit of a wobble thinking, oh, you know what, I'm really annoyed by so-and-so because they haven't rung or, you know, oh, I never they never give me anything to drink when I go around to the house or some silly sort of, you know, silly things like that that irritate you about friends. Believe me, I've heard them all. Well, mutual respect, definitely one of them. And, you know, this can be hard when you're having banter and you have a kind of friendship where you're constantly taking the mick out of each other. But deep down, you know this person wants the best for you and respects you and what you're about. By the way, here I'm talking about the closest sort of top tier friends, if you like, not the ones that you sort of say hi and bye to or socialise with now and again. Also people who don't judge you and sort of make you feel like you really don't have to fake it. You can completely be yourself. Now, you shouldn't really have to fake being yourself anyway, a lot of people would argue if you found your truths, but we all have filters. And ideally, someone you can have fun with and have a laugh with. You know, you're on the same wavelength in inverted commas. Do you know what I mean? It's interesting. Years ago, my brother said something. This is many years ago when we left school. So back in the 1990s. And he said, "Um, do you know how you can tell who your best friends are? And I go, no, how? And he said, they make the right facial expressions when you're telling them a story. And I kind of know what he means. It's that they, they get you so well that they kind of know what the next word's going to be and they react in a way that energises you, I guess. I think when you when you think about that group of friends who are not that close, but they're you know part of the wider community, I guess, I, I've learned the hard way where actually you, you mustn't expect too much from them, but you mustn't let them take from you. You definitely don't want people draining you. It's a real risk, particularly if you're a doctor, I have to say. And um, many of my colleagues would say the same. But the trick is, you know, not to take that acquaintance stuff too seriously. And quite hard sometimes, actually, in that dynamic when someone is, 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 if you like, trying to extend friendship to you and you're sort of saying no thanks for whatever reason you know it happens a lot at school doesn't it where you kind of want to be in with the cool gang and then realize actually they're not that cool and and the other thing that's been a revelation for me over the years is 
realizing that people you would imagine have you know a lot of friends often don't they're quite lonely and they may appear on the surface to be everyone's friend or everyone loves them but that doesn't always mean that they have a lot of friends i think also i've noticed in in those segments of life that you go through you often go from having mutual interests in common that bind you to having mutual values that becomes much more important at a certain stage in life particularly if you have certain life events going on or as i said before if your habits have changed so my view is friendship just keep it light is what i try and do and flexible and sometimes you'll find you'll have really deep and meaningful conversations with the odd acquaintance that isn't that close to you but that doesn't mean you have to be best buddies after that and occasionally someone that you're incredibly close to you'll just sit on a sofa and watch cricket with them and you know I I love looking for quotes and I found one that made me laugh actually um I don't know who it's by but it's um it's about friendship and it's this it's a friend is someone who understands your past believes in your future and accepts you just the way you are Wow, that sounds like a psychotherapist to me. Uh, But um, hey, wouldn't that be great if all friends were like that? As usual, there are some really interesting links in the show notes. I'd love to hear your views on friendship. You know, my dad, before he died, told me that there were only two people on the planet that he trusted who were not members of his family. Two. I won't say who they are, but actually... Their families know exactly who they are. But the point is, his inner circle was just those two people. I mean, incredible, astonishing. What about you? Are you someone who's got hundreds of friends? Are you someone who's got very few friends? I'd love to hear from you. Find me on my socials on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. And do let me know if you want me to cover any topics. I'm always open to that. In the meantime, do look after yourself. Stay well. Take care. Bye for now. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.